1: And with one of Idaho's largest Subaru service centers, Rob and his crew have got you taken care of with express oil changes in under 45 minutes, guaranteed, or it's free. And now Nick and Big J. Oh, well, good morning, everyone. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Here we are on Wednesday, the 22nd day of June, 2022. Six two 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 two. Big J. Whoa. No, Desmond's allowed. Hopefully, you're having a good day so far. We're just getting up early, and we got a full Wednesday ahead of us. Big Jay, you're smack dab in the middle of the week. How's it treated you so far? Oh, pretty good. Yeah, yeah, not too shabby. Can't complain. I love that. Uh, we get to talk today about a lot of things, including a movie. Big J spent some time with yesterday called Speed Kills. We'll find out if, it in fact, does. Uh, coming up at around 6:50 or so, the John Travolta. Can I call it a vehicle? Or is that too much of a pun? No, it's not. That's not. It's great. Okay. It's perfect. Because he's a. If I remember it correctly, he's a, a speedboat racer. <laughs> that's that's his. That's the actual uh, job that yeah. he races. Yeah. In? Yeah. Okay. All right. So we'll learn about the exciting life of speedboat racers, and if that can in fact even be a full-time job.
0: No, the full-time
1: job is drug running. Oh. Now that makes more sense. Generally for speedboat
0: drivers, not necessarily. I have watched
1: a couple of documentaries where that has been a running line. Like what? I can't. Cowboy. Well, that was one of them. Yes, for sure. But there was also another one. uh, It was called, damn it, it's on like HBO called like The Invisible Pilot or something like that. And it, it really is a more detailed uh, version, uh, I, I believe, you remember that uh, Tom Cruise movie that he made that I never watched about the pilot that was flying around and working yeah, for the government? Yeah. I think it was the documentary based on that guy. Okay. Well,
0: I still wish you would watch Operation Odessa because I'd like to hear your thoughts on it. I
1: love it. I don't know what it is, but I love it. I'm telling it's you, a, it's a documentary, a documentary on it.
0: Netflix about that whole era, which to me is fascinating. Like Miami, the 80s, to me is like pinnacle crime, like, whoa. This is crazy and interesting. I love stuff about that.
1: It is amazing to me, like, you know, how much, no matter how many of those documentaries you watch, it's really the the same story. You know, they start out as like a really talented, really good racer or pilot, and then they themselves get hooked on cocaine and it just becomes like this gigantic. Or they get hooked on the
0: money. Oh, yeah. The
1: money, the power. Almost always they transition to another. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. rarely do you see a documentary about a drug runner who says, never touch stuff. Usually they also. Partied as well, and it became a gigantic problem. But we're not here to talk about cocaine, Big J, as much as we would love to. We're here to let you know that there are some prizes to win over the course of the show today. We're going to have some fun. That's the, at least on the agenda, if we can do our best to make that happen. And we also play music on this show, so we should get started this morning with some Nirvana. It's the man who sold the world, kicking off the morning after, here on the x rocks <coughs>
0: On the morning after with Nick and Big J.
1: Fourth of July, right around the corner, Big J, which means it's fireworks time, which means uh, we're probably going to be setting some fires. No! Which is why two out of three Ada County commissioners uh, are banning fireworks from the fire-prone areas of the county this particular summer. Like, Uh, that'll work. Yesterday, that was the ban. It's the second year in a row that we've reached that ban. This covers basically the rural southwestern portion of the county, as well as the foothills. That's the real danger. But basically, uh, no fireworks of any type in areas of unincorporated Ada County without a fire district. This is the same resolution Ada County passes every single fire season to try to tamp down on fire danger, especially in the wake of the Tava Rock fire, as well as last year's Goose Fire, which both were started because of fireworks in dry areas and yes you're right people will probably never learn but maybe bringing this to your attention says listen nobody cares or i shouldn't say nobody cares they're not going to get on you for setting off fireworks and having a good time but they just want to make sure you're not doing it in the middle of a dry field you know which is where some of this stuff is happening for some reason i don't know why we don't understand fire bad in that particular situation, but we, we continue to struggle with it. Usually they're drunk. As a species. Well, usually that or they're really young. You know, in both cases, these are teenagers. Young figures, and drunk. Uh, that we're dealing with this stuff. So just make sure you keep an eye on things and you don't add to the problem, alright? Do stuff in a safe, as safe as a possible way as you can. And lighting fireworks out in the middle of a dry field is really dumb. Really dumb. Big J, what are you going to do? Rob Gronkowski hung it up for the second time in his career yesterday. I'm going to cry again. Uh, it's the second time in three years. His first so retirement came start. in 2019. He might even be halfway through. His agent's already like, I am not. wouldn't be surprised if he came back. But uh, he retired after uh, season nine seasons with the Patriots in 2019. Tom Brady rang him up and said, hey, man, let's get the gang back together in Tampa Bay. He said, ochre, and came down there and uh, played for another two seasons. But now the 33-year-old wants to hang it up again saying, That he is going back to, quote, chilling out, according to his Instagram post. He won four Super Bowls with Brady, of course, three with New England and one with Tampa Bay. But, yes, I would not be shocked if he decided to come back and play for the uh, Buccaneers, like, week 10 or something like that. Depends on how things are going. Who knows? But it should be interesting. Hey, can we say, uh, you know, happy, way to go, Dick Van Dyke, Big J? Way to go, Dick Van Dyke. A 96 years old, still hanging around, doing his thing, just, you know, walking around New York City, saying hi to all the fans, being a good person. Man, that's impressive. I know, man. I know. He even uh, flew out to Malibu and had some lunch with friends, had a good time. And uh, he always tells people he's still glad to be here. Isn't that nice? Little Dick Van Dyke, yeah, rocking and rolling 96. Yeah, that's the 96. most remarkable part. Glad to be around. Uh yeah man. I mean, listen, once I, I wonder at what point do you hit that? Once you hit your 90s are you like, you know, what every day is a gift kind of a thing or are you already at that point? I <laughs> know I would
0: have to say yeah, I guess. <laughs> man, the man has lived multiple
1: lifetimes. Indeed. Uh and is a treasure to be sure. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Your date. <laughs> Can I use this time for like a public service announcement, no, Big J? No, I can't. No. Well, that's what I had planned, so now what do we do? I don't know. Crap. Okay, I guess you can. Thank you. Uh, I don't know if it's just me or the routes that I am going, but I have found myself, because I've had some running around to do on the streets a little bit more over the course of the last three days. Streets. Streets. Kind of running around, doing some errands, uh, being where I need to be in different times of the day, and so I've kind of been out and about all hours. And one thing that I have noticed, I don't know if it's just because it's the transition into nicer weather or there is something else in the air, but I wanted to give everybody a heads up to pay a little bit more attention when you're driving. I'm talking about in general, uh, over the last three days, I have seen more vehicles like slowly kind of drift into another lane that they're not actually driving in than they should be and then having to overcorrect because they realize they're drifting or whatever the case may be i don't know if there's just a bunch of hammer drivers out there it doesn't seem like they're all over the road you know like you see with like a drunk driver you're like i need to report that kind of a deal but it certainly is happening a lot like a bunch of people are just drifting over onto the right or into the left of lanes mostly on the freeway is where i have seen this kind of stuff but uh as we start to get a little bit warmer as things start to cool down and you're driving with the windows down and maybe going a little bit faster than you should please keep that in mind as you are driving to you know keep your eyes in the road pay attention and don't drift so much because i always feel like that's going to be one of those ways where really bad things happen is when you see a minor mistake, and you try to overcorrect for it, and then you overcorrect into another lane, causing another accident, and then it's a huge, gigantic pileup. That's a seven-car pileup. So I guess my point was, hey, everybody, just relax. I don't know what circumstances led to the person drifting, but I saw two cars today already. I saw, I think, three yesterday, and I- on Monday is the first one that I saw, and I was like, hang on, that's a lot of vehicles drifting in and out of lanes that they shouldn't be in especially traveling at high rates of speed on the freeway which is usually a recipe for disaster
0: new title man Boise Boise Drift
1: (laughs) yeah Uh, like Tokyo Drift yeah Uh, Certainly one of the most underappreciated movies in the Fast and Furious. It is terrible. It is not. It's forgettable. But, uh, you know, you do need to pay attention when you're driving. These are gigantic vehicles. You don't want to make that mistake. I'm not saying everybody's perfect, but I'm saying, listen, man, just take it easy and pay attention a little bit on the freeway so that you don't end up a statistic, because that's no fun.
0: You have to pay attention, because it's a damn speedway out there. Now, yeah,
1: yeah I, it is.
0: Because I'll tell you, and this isn't, like, I'm, I'm not complaining about traffic, etc. I mean, it is what it is, but I have definitely noticed a change in the last couple years, and that is, you know, the speed limit isn't, you know, <laughs> good enough anymore. Like, if you're going to speed limit, and I'm a speed limit driver, because I, listen, I don't want a speeding ticket. All right? <laughs> yes, you do drive 55 no matter
1: it all right, so the gigantic moss Mustang muscle car driving 55 on the freeway <laughs> is PJ.
0: I mean, no, I drive the speed limit. If it's 65, it's 60, maybe yeah. 70 sure. times, right? If you're going crazy. But I mean, seriously, I I got past, I-, I came actually on the freeway uh Monday because uh-huh. I'm like, let's see how long it takes. It's been a while. It took me longer, actually, because I gotta go out of my way to get to the freeway. But uh, I'm like, man, people are flying by me at 80 miles an hour. And I'm like, if I don't go as fast as them, I feel like I'm in danger.
1: Sure. Yeah, that's the other thing that I have noticed, too. And it's usually these same vehicles. that are going a high rate of speed and uh, kind of getting in and out. So just all I'm asking is to pay attention. I'm not complaining either. Everybody has their own reasons for whatever. But I just don't want anybody. It seems like a lot of people either aren't paying attention or are just mindlessly drifting into other lanes. And that's not a good thing. Just pay a little bit of attention. I'm not here to throw the book at you and say drive the speed limit and two hands at to. I'm here yeah, to I'll say that. pay a little bit of attention, please. So that you or somebody else does not get hurt because of something that happens, please. Uh, especially as summer gets started. We know things tend to get a little bit looser, but pay attention, please. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Movie review courtesy of Big J next on the x Rocks. <coughs> Yesterday, right around this time, you guys collectively chose a movie for Big J to watch and review for a little thing we call Streaming Dumbass. That movie ended up being a film called Speed Kills. Which stars John Travolta from the year 2018 and now we find out if it's any good. Big J, is it? Yeah, you asked me actually uh,
0: if there was a movie from John Travolta that I, you know, recently that I liked Uh and I was like, I I completely left off that board, uh, Broken Arrow, which is one of my favorites. Not the greatest movie. Also from 1997. (laughs) Yes, but uh, in in the 2000s, is there any movies? Maybe The Punisher? I mean, he plays a great bad guy. Uh, This movie, however, Speed Kills is based on true story okay um about uh i i can't remember the guy's real name but he he really was uh a guy who built speed boats and, and helped develop the cigarette boat um, and that's obviously something that, you know, ends up getting in the hands of a lot of drug runners, et cetera. And uh, the story of Ben Aronoff here is, is that uh, he was, you know, uh, had a construction business in Jersey and he was part of the mob. And he's like, I'm you know, done with this. Things got crazy. And he's like, took the family, moved them to Florida. And hey, but uh, he's like, oh, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and start this boat thing. He got attracted to the boat. Boats, Does it take place in the racing. 80s? Yes. Okay. Uh, throughout the through through the through the the late 60s into the to the 80s. Okay. I mean, there's some flashbacks and stuff like that. So he uh, he decides he wants to get into the boat business. Starts building boats, and the mob's like, "Oh, hey, uh, you're making money here. We're gonna come over and take over." And uh, so. Uh, <laughs> That's what you end up here, and obviously, uh, plenty of these stories it doesn't end well. And then in the middle, there's lots of affairs and things like that. It probably 15, 20 uh, slow motion speedboat montages. All right. Uh, no,
1: no. Just fill in
0: time. It's an hour and 42 minutes, and it's an hour and 41 minutes too long. <laughs> Uh, It is not a good movie, and uh, it's a damn shame that they ruined this whole thing uh, because it is an interesting story, but it just isn't. It's it's bad. Um, You know, John Travolta is also doing some um, uh, narration here, so he's narrating the story, and it just doesn't work. It's just like a lame-ass Goodfellas that just didn't happen to get off the Uh, I I mean, uh, off from the start.
1: Despite the involvement of some former guests of the morning after?
0: Yeah, I mean, we've got uh, Catherine Winnick in here. She can't save the day near the end. (laughs) James Remar, Uh, he was great. He did a great job of uh, acting and dying at the same time. um so uh so yeah there you go you can skip speed kills is a reason we didn't see it
1: it is however currently uh for the last couple days anyway in the top 10 in netflix films. so something that should is- tell you about the top 10 <laughs> in, in in netflix movies something so. is drawing people in i'm not sure if it's the speedboat or it's john travolta but you say it's not worth your time yeah no all right so skip speed kills is not big j approved uh he did not like it and does not recommend it so you do not have to watch it you're welcome
0: On the morning after with nick and big j
1: big j you like to diversify your portfolio you understand yeah you don't like all your money in one basket And neither do the good people over at Kellogg's. The food conglomerate yesterday split the company into three different arms. Not just one, not two, three. Three standalone businesses that will be up in operation by the end of 2023. So now uh, they still will have kind of like a cereal company, which is one. Right. Yeah. Then they are going to split off the plant based foods that they create into another separate company. And then they're going to keep their frozen breakfast brands and their snacks in a third company. Called Frozen Kellogg's. The cereal and plant-based businesses will still be headquartered in Michigan while they're moving the global snacks arm to Chicago. And let me tell you what, Big J, investors ate it up yesterday. Pardon the pun. Num num. The Kellogg stock increased by 8% on the news of the split hitting hating the trading floor. The reason for that is some of these particular arms they felt were holding back the company, particularly the plant-based foods one is a very good thing and can be a moneymaker, but something that Kellogg's has been struggling to make profitable. And when spinning that off into its own company, that leads you to sever yourself from that and your other products. So that makes Kellogg's, the cereal-based company, again, much more attractive high. Now, no idea if all three of these, then, will be traded publicly, or just the Kellogg's one will be the one still on the trading floor, and the other two will turn into other sorts of businesses, but it is an opportunity for them to, I guess, increase different brands... And get rid of the stuff that isn't that profitable, Big Jay. Interesting. We're talking big business here. Educate me a little bit. Hopefully that helps. Doesn't help us one bit. Maple Leafs didn't do a whole hell of a lot in the playoffs, but Austin Matthews was very good at hockey. He won the Hart Trophy last night as the most valuable player in hockey. The 24-year-old finished well ahead of the competition uh, in voting by the Professional Hockey Writers Association. First NHL player to score 60 goals in 10 years. So that's one of the many reasons why he ended up winning the hard trophy and justifiably so. Just wish that would translate to team success in the NHL for Toronto. But so far, no. Rob Gronkowski hanging it up for a second time. He announced his retirement on social media yesterday, uh, although his agent has already said he wouldn't be surprised if the 33-year-old came back at some point during the season. So uh, don't write him off. Also, don't forget that Rob Gronkowski took a full season off before coming back, and that, again, is a possibility. He's only 33, not like tight ends play into their 40s like you know, quarterbacks can from time to time or even their late 30s, for crying out loud. But Rob seems like the kind of guy that could uh, do whatever he wants, really. I mean, he still has lots of options on the table, and coming back to football could certainly be a thing. If you were a betting man, Big J, would you say he laces him up yet again this year or no? Uh, I would say probably. It's a good chance, especially when you get close to the, the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, don't forget that also this doesn't, like, super hurt Tampa Bay. They still have a couple of pretty good tight ends on the roster so uh, and the, some very good receivers elsewhere. So it's not like he's a key cog to the team's success. But I know that Tom Brady and him enjoy playing with each other, so that's going to be a factor. Uh, you may want to check the Internet if you are a Stranger Things fan. Of course, uh, the... Finale of the fourth season of Stranger Things is getting ready to come to Netflix on July the 1st, and yesterday they released a trailer for it so that you can get an exciting way to see how this whole thing wraps up, and you can get ready to watch it. Now, it's only two episodes that are left, but they're both going to drop on July 1st, and it's kind of cliffhangery, if you will, although I have not sat down and watched the first part of uh, season four, have you?
0: No, no, I haven't. I wanted to wait till they're all out. Me too. Me too. I hear they're
1: longer than you know your typical episodes. They so I'm very like, much Ooh, are. Man, they're like uh, all like mini movies. I, I, you know, the only the only thing that like I would say is like nobody's telling me how amazing they are. The only thing that I'm really getting uh, from like you know the outside looking in. Now, keep in mind, I'm purposely trying to avoid spoilers, but all I'm getting from Stranger Things season four so far is Kate Bush. That's that's the one thing that everybody seems to be referencing. And nothing about the plot line <laughs> or anything like that. So I hope it's good. I want it to end up really, really well. But I also am waiting for all the actual episodes to drop before I partake, which is going to happen next Friday, just so you know.
0: Three, the X rocks.
1: Ready for a really depressing we're going to Hell Story, Big Jay? Yeah, man. <laughs> Let's bum everybody out. <laughs> because we are going to New York City for today's we're going to Hell Story. And I believe the lesson that we are supposed to learn from this story, if it's anything other than, "aw," is just because you can doesn't necessarily mean you should. Yeah, old lesson. And so what we have here is a fairly significant record for the city of New York. They're not exactly sure because it's tough to document these things, especially for as long as human beings have been around. But it's a pretty big story in New York City about dr alberto carlamont he is 83 years old and the reason why it's uh, a pretty big deal is because he's still practicing as a doctor which is nice at 83 i mean you don't necessarily have to i would guess but he continues to and the other reason why he's really in the news is because he just became a dad big j at 83 years old his 35 year old wife became pregnant uh, via how fertility. old is she? she's 35 he's 83 Damn! so jackpot grandpa and he is Ooh. looking i guess she really wanted to have a family so they underwent fertility treatments and it worked and at 83 years old he now has a little teeny tiny son and the reason why this becomes a story is because uh he said that you know he lives a very healthy life listen to his credit I'm seeing pictures of the guy. He doesn't look 83. You'd put him in his late 60s, probably, but I don't think you'd put him at 83. In very good shape, looks good, takes care of himself, obviously lives a healthy lifestyle, all those things. But he says that the second that his son popped out, he realized that he has a finite amount of time on this earth. What it has done is the birth of his son has made him Question whether it was the right decision to bring him into the world because he realizes that there ain't no way he's seeing this kid graduate high school. He said, listen, even at at a good clip, even if I do everything right, it's very realistic. I don't see this kid hit double digits. And these are the things he's saying. And so it's one of those deals that makes you go, yeah, you know what? You get married. You have a beautiful young wife. You think, wouldn't it be great to start a family? And then that family comes and you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. And so now, Big J, his life has basically turned into that incredibly sad movie starring Michael Keaton and Nicole Kidman called My Life. Do you remember it? Yeah. Yeah where basically Michael Keaton was diagnosed with an awful disease his wife is pregnant he knows he's not going to make it and so what he did is he filmed a lot of content for his son so that he could be there with him throughout his life even though he's not living it with him and that's essentially what Alberto has done he has ripped off the plot of my life and he goes even though I'm not sick I'm not terminally ill I realize I'm only here for a little bit of time and i'm only going to accompany him for until a certain moment so he's created a whatsapp number for him and he started leaving his son voicemail messages every single day with life lessons attached to them so that when his son who's gonna grow up without him needs his advice knows that his dad will be there for him until whatsapp disappears or whatever the case may be so he also records videos for his son all these things that he can help him get to be the man that he wants him to be even though he knows he's not going to get there. So, he's using this as kind of like a platform to go, hey, listen, medicine is amazing. And the fact that I, as an 83-year-old man, can even have a baby is pretty impressive. But the flip side to that is he goes, you know what, Uh, but I know I'm leaving, you know, both my wife and my son with a lot of sadness because I'm not going to be able to make it very much into his life. And that, in turn, makes him sad. So... How fun is that, Big Jack? It's not. Medical science is incredible, but maybe we should not be having babies at 83, you know? I mean, I'm sure the kid and the wife are going to be fine. There's plenty of single mothers and single fathers who do this all the time. But it's different from when somebody who wants to be a part of the equation and no longer can be. You understand what I'm saying? Right. As opposed to the other way around where the, somebody wants to get the hell out of Dodge as quickly as possible and not take care of the children. This is on the other end of the pendulum altogether. So a reminder to you 80-year-olds out there, maybe hold off on having a kid, you know? If you if you hadn't had one up until this point, maybe it wasn't meant to be. Exactly. That's all. That's all. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Keep trying, though, but, but don't accomplish. <laughs> Listen, that's the fun part. How about we do a world premiere song-wise? It's going to happen next on the x Rocks. On <laughs> Morning After with Nick and Big J. For a while there, we were doing really, really good, everybody. We were tipping like crazy during the pandemic, right after the pandemic, especially early on to help prop up suffering local businesses, even tip thing for things that might not even been for like food for takeout kind of stuff oh whoa but that's no longer the case that at least according to a recent creditcards.com survey found that people in tipping in several categories has fallen even below it was way before the pandemic a number of people who said they always tip fell by four percentage points from 77 percent in 2019 down to 73 percent now, we are citing factors like inflation, of course. we love to blame things on that, like of pandemic incentives. Customers also dealing with service disruptions due to industry staffing problems. So because places are understaffed, they feel like the service is lacking. Therefore, the tips come in less and less, which, of course, only compounds the problem. We understand that. though we, we don't. But so frustrating. That's that's where it becomes difficult. Whereas it's the, you know when you when you don't tip in a tip based kind of world that makes less people want to do that which complicates your uh, I guess comfort level and it's never going to be the same because we're just going into this vicious cycle that's never good you know yeah you have to be able to tip those tip jobs in order for people to want to keep them and have them and if we don't do that then they're not therefore they're going to find other jobs in those service jobs that we're used to tipping and getting good service in are just gonna go away. And then here come the robots that are gonna give us our food, Big J, and then they become sentient, and then game over.
0: You understand? Uh, yeah. And then we end up having to tip the damn robot. (laughs) Right. Right. It never ends. It never ends. How about don't blame the people that are working at the current job for the slow service? Like, to me, they're, I mean, this sounds overstated, but heroes, they show up to job... They know they're going to end up getting just ransacked all day long and work their ass off and have to deal with crappy people and not get rewarded for it the way they should uh, is egregious to me. And so those that do show up and have to do, they're doing it because they have to survive. And I tip my cap to them. And I appreciate you uh, if you're listening right now and you're doing that. And I do my best to always tip more than I should.
1: I I agree. I feel like there is a... Sympathy and understanding for those jobs for people that have done them before and for those that haven't do not understand what it's like like you know I I will always forever have sympathy for those people working like a lunch rush at a fast food restaurant because I've done that. My first job was McDonald's. I know what it's like to be stuck in that drive-thru when there's 900 cars backed up and, you know, you're just trying to get orders right and you're running around and you're overwhelmed and you're also making, you know, $7 an hour. In this case, hell, you're up to 11 or 14 or whatever the case may be. Either way, it's underpaid for the amount of jerks that you deal with in the drive-thru and a bunch of people that have never worked a drive-thru in their life have no idea what it's like to work for food service and those, I believe, are the people that don't tip or have sympathy or treat the people that work at the drive-thru like pieces of crap. You understand what I'm saying? And make people not want to do that job because they don't understand what it's like to go through that kind of thing. And it's not that everybody should have to do it like it's some sort of service metal or we all need a, a, a some sort of purple heart for working at a drive through. But what I'm saying is it's not as easy as you think. And therefore, no matter what my situation, I try to treat those people with respect and dignity because that was something I did for two years of my life, you know? I yeah. know what that's like. I understand the situation, the circumstances, because as much as my life may have changed from when I was 16 working a drive through at McDonald's, I know in my heart of hearts working a drive through at McDonald's has not changed that much in that amount of time. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's still a pain and not easy to do, and you, know, you feel like you're underappreciated and all that kind of stuff. So you're absolutely right. Tip of the cap to those that work, especially the food service industry. Those are probably the profession that relies most on tips. And you don't tip your drive through guy, no matter what, or gal. You know what I mean? It's not like you're throwing the, the McDonald's person an extra fiver when you go through and get it like you would like a new Eats or something like that. So think about that next time. Please and thank you. Big J Brooks Kopka is leaving the PGA for the Live Golf Invitational Series. Do you care? No. Do you care at all about this Live Golf Series? No, not really. Uh, Is it because it, I mean, what would get you, you're not really a golf fan anyway. I mean, you're familiar with some of the people, but they do have some of the bigger names on the PGA Tour outside of Tiger Woods, who doesn't play that much anymore anyway. So far, they've they've acquired a couple, like Kepka
0: now is one of the probably better golfers, probably the best golfer next to Justin Thomas that they have. But that's it.
1: Yeah, well Phil's the rest, not bad
0: when he plays. Yeah, but barely makes cuts now. Well, and and he he's not even in the top ten. Uh and, and and more importantly, these guys are gonna start losing all of their sway because they're not ranked anymore. And it's just until they get around that problem with the live golf tournament thing, it's uh they're going to a land of what's happening now. Uh,
1: I mean, yeah, so, the other part of it is, I, I, again, I don't understand why we get upset about this, but I understand why we get upset about the Live Golf Tournament because the people that organize it are terrible, awful people. Yeah. Have done terrible, awful things in order to get this blood money that they're paying these golfers with. And so that becomes certainly a morality issue. But we we are watching them, you know, realize that we get really offended when people chase money and not necessarily prestige for some reason when that's all a lot of us do anyway i mean listen if you were to look into the deep into the secrets of some of the corporations we work for we're not going to find a whole lot of better things happening over there at some of the than the some of the live golf tournament but my, my right. point is we're taking jobs for better money all the time and really that's what this boils down to is that's what these golfers are doing they're they're working less for better money that's why they're leaving they don't really care that much about the titles or the prestige or any of that kind of stuff when you're getting, you know, uh, a guaranteed $500,000 no matter where you finish that does a lot of talking when you can, if you miss a cut at a PGA Tour event you're getting $32,000 and you had to pay for your trip out there for there is no cuts on the live tour you're only playing 54 holes and you're getting a guaranteed half a million dollars and oh, by the way, if you win this thing or place higher it's a ridiculous amount of money More than you'll make in probably three PGA Tour events. You understand why they're doing it, but nobody's going to be able to watch it because it's only available on a YouTube channel, man. And no offense to the PGA Tour, but the golf audience isn't exactly technologically savvy. You understand what I'm telling you? It's an older audience that they're trying to reach, and I'm not sure they're going to do it in that particular way. But that's what they're doing is they're chasing the money. And so, uh, I mean, some of us can't blame them, but it's going to be tough to recover from that if this doesn't end up working out. Hard to believe, Big J. We're just a couple weeks away from Thor Love and Thunder hitting theaters. Are you ready? Yeah. Uh, Taika Watiti was talking to Screen Rant, and he said recently that, uh, you know, he... Uh, it's in the trailer, so I'm not spoiling a whole lot, but there is a... Uh, he says an, a very long, quote-unquote, nude scene with Chris Hemsworth in Love and Thunder. Yeah, finally. And he said that, you know, after the, part of the plot is to whip Chris back into shape and Thor back into shape out of that dad bod territory... Uh, he said it would be a crime against humanity if they didn't have a nude scene with uh, Chris Hemsworth. He says if you got a body like Chris's and you work hard at it, he says that you got to show it off to everybody. So it was—he's uh, doing it as a service to us, Big J, to see Chris Hemsworth uh, nude. Now you know as well as I do, you're not going to see a whole hell of a lot in the PG-13 Thor: Love and Thunder movie, but just know. He could be naked in your mind's eye if you wanted to be Big J. And I, quite frankly, I know you want him to be, and that's okay. Yeah. He's a handsome man. Did you watch that, uh, that Spider-Head movie that he's in? I uh, no. Where he plays a handsome man. It's no. on Netflix now. I don't know. I watched it. I, I can't, you know, you I, watched the whole movie? I did watch the movie. I, I cannot in I'm good conscience recommend it. Uh, I mean, listen, it's fine at the end of the day. The, it, 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 it's okay up to a certain point, and then it turns really dumb. At the end, and then you're just like, did I really watch this whole movie? I sure did. Uh, now I know why Netflix wasn't plugging it. That Talk hard. about money grabs. <laughs> I mean, but like I said, I mean the star power in that's incredible. Chris course, Hemsworth, no. yeah, like, yeah I'll
0: do a movie with
1: Netflix. Yeah. they're gonna overpay me. The dude who directed Top Gun: Maverick directed the movie. I yeah. mean, there's a bunch of big names attached to it, but they weren't saying much about it. And then I watch a movie, and I'm like, oh, now I know why they weren't they weren't uh, plugging it for everybody. It's not that great. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Nick Big J. We've
0: yeah, got a fun show happening here uh, in just a uh, week and a half or so on uh, Saturday, in fact, uh, July 2nd. Bad Flower coming with Royal Bliss to the Expo Idaho. You've got the uh, the grandstand out there. It's going to be a nice day, I'm sure, and we'll have some great music for you. So, uh, guess what? We'll hook you up with those tickets. You just need to beat Nick in Pop Culture Smackdown. Oh, has not been easy.
1: Oh, no. Well, I mean, it depends. 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call if you'd like to play and earn these tickets. Big J, you got the questions? Yeah. Then let's see how they do. Hello, the X. Hello. Good morning, man. What's your name? all right jake
0: good luck this tv personality started out hosting trl on mtv had his own late night talk show and now hosts the today show who is he Ooh, the today show um oh i don't know matt lauer (laughs) (sighs) wrong matt lauer no he's retired that's a good way (laughs) to put it being (laughs) creepy hello the X creep-tired. Hi. Hi, here's Big J with a question for you. This TV personality started out hosting TRL on MTV, had his own late-night talk show, and now hosts The Today Show.
1: Um, oh my gosh, I know this. Uh, I can't remember! Oh no! This poor man!
0: (laughs) He's doing just fine. Nothing?
1: Nothing! Wrong. He also used to date Jennifer Love Hewitt, right? Uh, yeah,
0: I don't know I, I can keep up with all of his uh, day-tees Oh, I did Hello, The <laughs> X Hey, good morning Good morning, man Big J's got a question for you This TV and radio personality, I guess, if you mm-hmm. want to go That started out hosting TRL on MTV Had his own late-night talk show And now hosts The Today Show Carson Daly? Yeah, yeah Carson right. Daly is 100% right Nick, uh, who holds the record for most appearances on the cover of Rolling Stone magazine?
1: Is it male or female? Can you give me that? Um, yeah, male. Male. Cover of Rolling Stone magazine. Somebody that has to have some longevity. I don't know if it's as obvious as like Mick Jagger, but I am going to say the answer is Michael Jackson.
0: Well, I guess the question is a little misleading, but... Uh, it- it should say here which band holds the record for most oh, appearances okay
1: so is that so can i can i read yes the band yes and then, okay then i am going to say again longevity i'm gonna say the beatles yeah the beatles yeah
0: right and you should know i'm gonna ask you a stupid beatles question <laughs> uh all right uh what motorola phone had the best-selling clamshell phone of all time was it the razor the engage or the star the razor? Yeah, we all right. wanted that thing. I still want one. They, they they make them again. Nick, what actress had the roles in both Mean Girls and The Notebook in 2004? Big uh, time. Rachel McAdams. Yeah, right. <laughs> and you're all up in that. Uh, what rapper turned actor stars on Law & Order Special Victims Unit? Um, Ice Cube? Is it your final wrong. answer now? Can't do it, no. and it's wrong, right? Yeah. It's, wrong. it's
1: the wrong ice, man. Hello
0: the X. Hello, how are you?
1: Good.
0: Uh, what rapper turned actor stars on Loud Order? Special victims unit. Uh, I
1: see.
0: Ice T. Right. Ice T is correct. Uh let's see here. Uh Nick, yeah. what's Spider-Man's
1: middle name? Do you know what his middle name is? Peter Parker. Peter. Peter Anthony Parker? No, I
0: mean, that's not a bad
1: <laughs> Crap, what is it?
0: Benjamin. Peter Benjamin Parker.
1: Right. He's named after Uncle Ben, of course. Yeah. So dumb. You man. idiot. God, God you're so <laughs> dumb. Congratulations, man. You got yourself all set up with uh, tickets to go check out uh, our friends in Bad Flower and Royal Bliss next Saturday. Hold on tight. We'll hook you up with those. There's your pop culture smackdown. Some headlines next on the X-Rock. <laughs> it's time for headlines on the morning after with Nick and Big Jay. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Waste of money. Any takers and get a job. Waste of money. Do you take a daily multivitamin or any kind of supplement, Big J? Yes. Uh, You are wasting your money. No, I'm not. According to Northwestern University and uh, their health benefits that they put on, they said they kept track of 200,000 people, Big J, over the course of seven years. And they found that vitamins and supplements helped exactly... 1% 1% of them. Uh, that's according to a new study. Researchers say their health benefits are mainly in the mind and some, actually, those multivitamins that you're taking can do more harm than good. According to the CDC, nearly 6 in 10 Americans regularly took dietary supplements in 2010. This includes protein powders and all this other BS. Last year, Americans spent $50 billion on vitamins, dude, and supplements. However, the research team says, listen, as much as you'd like to see that, there's no magic set of pills that will keep you healthy. Instead, it's actual diet and exercise that are the keys to keeping these things regulated and in good health. And uh, basically what you're doing is paying for a bunch of placebos, and hopefully you're happy. Why not keep it all the way up, right, Big J? Sure. Listen, as long as you are ignorantly doing things, like I, I, I also take a daily multivitamin, I take a couple of them as a matter of fact, and uh, I, <laughs> I don't know what it was I was reading, but I was reading something that, this was like seven months ago, that was the whatever multivitamin I'm taking, Uh, is a complete you know nothing that I'm taking basically and I'm not helping like I feel like I'm uh, I take it to help boost my immune system and I take it to do other stuff and things like that and I read a thing that said basically if you're taking these multivitamins and not this particular brand but one in general it's not helping you as much as you think it is but I also feel like that mental protective barrier is actually a a, a positive in my world sure so I'll take it and I will continue to take it even but I will say this almost every damn morning when I take my multivitamin i think of that stupid article that i'm reading that i've read and i'm like i'm doing nothing but i'm taking it anyway uh and so it does get in your head but uh i still think that maybe that little teeny tiny flimsy piece of wax paper that i'm using to protect myself is actually helping i don't know if it is though uh they're probably right but is it gonna stop me no if you think it is it is that's right uh the power of the the mental power of positive thinking in the mind is a real thing real it's a real thing for sure any takers or get a job get a job there is a woman named Claire Brown from Australia I'm sure probably you haven't heard of her but she is a pretty big deal she is an heiress there and she is set to inherit a 12 million dollar estate from her deceased father but there's one catch big j she has to get herself a job It's like, you know, Brewster's millions here. The inheritance comes with two clauses, one of which requires Brown to obtain gainful employment. Now, she currently claims a a range of health conditions are preventing her from working and has for years... But she really wants this inheritance, so she's going to try to get a job. This sounds like it's a reality show meant to be waiting to Yeah, happen. couldn't that be her job? <laughs> Over in Like, I wonder what the specifics
0: are of the job. Touche. Right?
1: It also doesn't say what the other condition is. He says there's two clauses in this bill. It gives us the first one. It does not give us the second one. So The God second knows- one is, she can't be a prostitute. Ah, okay. Well, now you know. Sex worker, please, Big J. And sorry. we'll wrap it up with any takers. Uh, can I interest you in a property for sale in Missouri that used to be an 1800s-themed tourist attraction that includes two cabin, a grist mill, a schoolhouse, a general store, a tavern, blacksmith shop, and a jail, Big J? Damn, that's quite a bit. Because Marion Shipman, who owns the property in Warsaw, Missouri, says he and his family want to sell it. It was a huge deal. And theme park in the late 60s and early 70s shut down in 1979. Basically, they charged you 3 bucks a head you were able to go in and take a tour of the buildings, including some authentic 1830s cabins and recreations of 19th century buildings, including a post office. But apparently, the family just got too—it got too much for them. And then, slowly but surely, as we got into the high, you know, power world of the 80s, we did not want to care about the way the 19. 19- 30s were, you know what I mean? We didn't yeah. give that much of a crap about it. So we stopped going. And so they ceased operations in 1982, but Shipman is looking to sell the property because a lot of the stuff in there still looks pretty decent. Uh he wanted to sell it in 1989, but nobody cared, and so he's trying again, asking price $300,000, big J. Hmm. Now again, you're not getting a lot of electricity, you're not getting a lot of the amenities that you would want at a property, but if you're looking for a bunch of, you know, i guess a whole kind of small town really is what it boils down uh, or what a small town looked like in 1830 you could have it so it's up for neat. sale neat head over to zillow.com and look it up morning after with nick and big j there's your headlines you're up to date on all the things they will be here on august 6th at the knitting factory that is pop evil here on the 100.3 the x rocks the morning after with nick and big j and spare no expense right my friend
0: yeah you know we we have a puppy in the house uh mason and uh, her boyfriend kyle have a little puppy named lincoln he's adorable he's a cowboy corgi and uh he uh he owns the house so uh basically every time the wife comes home she she has a new toy for him okay i mean he has so many toys it's like it's crazy and then he destroys them or rips them up and then we get a new one so i'm never surprised when she gets excited and tells me something and sometimes i just don't pay enough attention and it caught up to me yesterday nick so she was all excited and i'm like what's going on she's like i I found the perfect thing for lincoln a fire hydrant and i'm like oh great to put in the backyard you know i thought that i heard her say that she ordered one so i'm like oh great it's a plastic you know fire hydrant whatever because he really doesn't uh he doesn't mark his territory enough i guess or something and and so the backyard seemed like a good place for that and then uh yesterday i get home and uh She's like, we need to go over to uh, to my parents to pick up the fire hydrant, and I'm like, I thought you ordered this. She's like, no, and, and I'm like, wait, it's a real fire hydrant. She's like, yeah, and I'm like, okay, well, you know, her father, or right. her stepfather was a uh, a firefighter for uh, many years and retired a couple years ago, and they have like this little fire hydrant, and I'm like, great, I guess we got to go over and get it. And uh, listen, you know, you see a fire hydrant and you don't realize a couple things. <laughs> How ginormous! Now, this fire hydrant is—I mean, it's a few—it's older, okay? Yeah. It's like an ancient one. Yeah. So we get over there, and we're like, "This thing is huge! It literally weighs like 300 pounds." Yeah, because
1: it probably had to go pretty deep in the ground,
0: right? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, so I'm like, "Oh, why can't we just have? Why do we? Why are we doing this?" So he, there's just three of us: uh, Papa, Mike, and 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 I mean, it is. Heavy, and we he puts it in this blanket, <laughs> and we lift it up, and and it practically bottoms out my Prius. Okay, okay, <laughs> you took the Prius. To so uh, right. I'm like, oh man, you know, it's gonna. be Luckily, there was the kids were at home, and there's a bunch of people there, so we had plenty. But I mean, it weighed a ton, and Where- I'm like, this is so dumb. So what did you
1: do with it once you unloaded it?
0: We dragged it, uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh, into the backyard.
1: And set it up And uh,
0: yeah, <laughs> I dug a little hole And put it in uh, And I'm like that's where it's going to stay Because that thing weighs a ton Did he care? I don't know yet if he's found it <laughs> If he's like you know uh, so you haven't now well, we obviously it's not things, hooked up to
1: anything, but it's no, like, a, it's yeah, like a, no, it's the world's a, heaviest decoration. Yeah,
0: if, the, if for some reason there's a fire in the backyard, if the Middleton Fire Department comes out, guys, I'm sorry, that's not a real working fire hider in the backyard. Uh, it's just for our dog to pee on. <laughs> like, it is bananas. <laughs> lost, we've lost it. Off the train, <laughs> we're drunk, we need to go home.
1: Uh, yeah, that, that sounds about right. But uh, as long as everybody's happy, right, what do you care? You know, I mean, he did have to do a little bit of work, of course, to make that happen. But if the dog likes it and the family likes it. Then it's a win, isn't it? Yeah, I guess. And I suppose it didn't cost anything, right? No, it didn't. So there's that. You know, didn't cost us anything. Morning After with Nick and Big J—that That is hilarious. We will do some bad impressions. This is coming up next on the X-Rocks. <laughs>
0: on 100.3 The X.
1: Bad Impressions
0: brought to you by the Idaho Center pre-owned superstore, Treasure Valley Subaru. And we have tickets to Dirty Heads. They're going to be here next Tuesday out at the Ford Idaho Center Amphitheater. A nice outdoor show. Going to be perfect summer. You can't go wrong. We'll get you these tickets for free. By the way, you can still purchase
1: them. They're available. Uh, but you ha- all you have to do is figure out bad impressions, and they're yours. 208 287 1003. That is the number that you need to call if you'd like to play Bad Impressions, which works like this Big J has three clues. They all revolve around somebody pretty famous. Figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less. Dirty Head's tickets become yours. Hello, the X. Hey, how's it going? Good morning, man. What's your name? Austin. All right, Austin. You're up first. Good luck. This is my boomstick. Next.
0: Thanks to Sam Raimi, I made it into
1: yet another Spider Man movie. Uh, Bruce Campbell. There you yeah, go. Yeah, Austin. Good job, brother. Hang on one second. Those Dirty Head tickets are yours. We'll hook you up. What was Clue 3 for fun? Uh, I'm the greatest B-movie actor ever, thanks to my character Ash in the Evil Dead movie franchise. And why is former guest of the morning after Bruce Campbell? Yeah,
0: today's his birthday. Happy birthday, Bruce Campbell. How old do you think old Brucey is? I mean, he's got to be in his 60s, right? I'm going to say 65. You're close, right? Uh, 64 years of
1: age. Happy Bruce Campbell birthday, Bruce Campbell.
0: And looking forward to Evil Dead that the game should be coming out here very soon. He keeps talking about how he... I thought it was out
1: already. Is
0: it? I thought it was. I have not uh, seen it come across uh, just yet, but uh, I know he keeps talking about how excited he is about this game
1: yeah the game, the the stuff that I have seen has been very positive for it so I uh, don't know if it is in fact available or maybe I was just seeing people like review it and stuff like that but yeah he's been doing a lot of interviews he was very involved in the process and so no there, came out me there you go see I'm on top of my stuff so how haven't you played it Big I don't game? it's a great a question if you're looking forward to it so much or are you just lying to me no I'm not lying at all okay then maybe get on it today. You can play some Evil Dead. Did you ever watch Ash versus the Evil Dead? Uh, no, I no I didn't. Because so Showtime, right? Uh, Stars and now it's been on Netflix for a while, but it was a Stars original series, I believe. Um, but you never, I I didn't have Stars at the time either, and I feel like a bad uh, Ash fan because I haven't watched it either. But I've heard also very good things about that. Yeah. And he is one of the best characters in cinema, so I feel like a bad fan for it. But uh, I will. Maybe I'll start it today in honor of his birthday. Seems like a good day to fire it up. Right? right? Yeah. I believe it's still on Netflix. Now i got to double check because it's been a while since I've seen it. But either way, happy birthday to Bruce. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will wrap up the show here next on the X-Rocks. <coughs> That's the latest from Corn. Worst is on its way, wrapping up the morning after with Nick and Big J today. Hopefully you enjoyed this Wednesday broadcast. Got to hear a story of Big J getting his own fire hydrant, although not functional, correct? Yeah, no. We talked about the good and the bad side of having a child when you're in your 80s. There is probably There's some positivity good side. There's no good side. No good side. But, uh, you know, you immediately regret it, apparently, after you had said child. So that's never, ever good. And Big J told you to skip and skip hard the movie called Speed Kills which was the streaming dumbass movie of the week this week that you picked out for him. He said it's not worth your time, so avoid it on Netflix. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. Yeah, we talked earlier uh, this week about the demise of Internet Explorer, Nick. They're putting
0: that thing to bed. Yeah. And uh, somebody there uh, in uh, South Korea decided to make a tombstone (laughs) to commemorate uh, its death, Internet Explorer 1995 to 2022. He was a good tool to download other browsers uh, where did he put the, the, the tombstone uh, on the top of his brother's restaurant <laughs> it's well, got a nice little patio it's got
1: fake grass and right. uh there's flowers there and everything probably didn't hurt the uh, word of mouth for his brother's restaurant either so every action has a uh, kind of interesting kind of tool behind it so maybe it'll work and drum up some business uh i don't know if i missed it that much or nor used it that much enough for it to require that much space in my head but uh good for you, if you certainly did. not in the last 10 years no, that is for sure there are other things uh, and uh, plenty of other choices that you could have had from the word go so hopefully this guy isn't too sad reminder that uh, this Saturday we have a couple of live broadcasts going on both in the same place one from 10 to noon the other 2 to 4 from the Albertsons at Eagle and Amity because they've got a new store so they are hiring some people if you're looking for a fun fast paced career with some competitive wages benefits lots of room for advancement you need to grab your resume come to the Albertsons job fair it's happening at Eagle and Amity it's going down this Saturday it happens at 10 o'clock in the morning till 6 o'clock at night swing on by grab yourself a job and uh, be happy and we're going to be out there again from 10 a.m to noon and then two to four broadcasting live out there at the Albertsons hiring event we are going to take off Jason Drew is coming in next you guys have a good one we will see you tomorrow it's the X rocks (laughs) the morning after podcast brought to you by Idaho advocates you didn't deserve to be in an accident but you do deserve an advocate make sure you hit them up on their website Idahoadvocates.com.